0: Hey everybody, before we start this episode of Roxy Fever, we just wanted to add a brief content warning. This episode comes during yet another week where the news of sexual violence and hockey intersect. This time, of course, it happened a lot closer to the content you listen to us for. For that reason, we tried our best to address the issue in brief and to give the floor to our guests who happen to join us for the purpose of testing our hockey analysis skills. In the episode notes, using timestamps, we're going to section off specifically where the topic is discussed and when it ends, so that you can feel free to listen to or avoid whatever parts you feel comfortable with. For folks who might be new to content warnings or might be unfamiliar with their purpose, I want to add a brief note here. Content warnings are not danger signals to coddle people who can't handle tough things in the world. People who ask for content warnings tend to have already experienced the tougher things the world brings on us. So think of content warnings more as a weather report. If you're walking to the store, you're gonna to wanna to know if it's raining so you can put on a jacket or just skip the trip for now. Anyways, we hope you enjoy the episode. Take care.
1: Speed, agility, power. I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here. handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion. I
2: you now about the time, baby, but you know that I got nothing to say. It's a The new All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Roxy Fever. I'm your host, Jackson McDonald. Elliot is absent today, but uh, uh, in his yeah. stead are uh, <laughs> uh, Vias, as always. And joining us as well are the lovely Georgia Twist and Mallory McFall from the broadcast. How are you guys doing?
1: We're good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, we understand that Elliot has to put in some hard work at the battery factory, and it's right. important. Mm-hmm. You know he gets rest.
0: You know, I was thinking. I was thinking the other day. Guess you know. Hey, everybody, what do you think uh, Elliot's favorite hockey stat is?
1: Bat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Say that again.
1: She just she made said something bat. up. It's <laughs> bat. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was like, maybe the batting that is... <laughs>
0: average. <laughs> I. Uh, plus minus i knew it, oh, I, knew
1: it. Oh, <laughs> I, I... I mean like i assumed that was gonna be the sort of joke. In hockey, but i didn't know i was just like what about bats <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm thinking about bats anybody else so <laughs> <laughs> this is the all adhd all-star episode no i was is? gonna I'm say excited.
3: my favorite there's like a couple episodes where like vias was like supposedly the host <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you Bern is <laughs> not doing quotation marks on video right now. Oh sorry, yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was very funny. Anyway, sorry. I was, Jackson I hosts the well. show. Why was it
2: funny, Georgia? I, I, I <laughs> want to know why it was funny. <laughs>
3: because Jackson ended up talking for the whole episode.
2: Yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. just
3: like how it goes. It is how it goes. Totally fine. It
2: goes. I mean it was funny. I, it's one of those things where I just have so much to say. What can I uh what can I say?
3: It's like when I say I'm leaving Twitter for the day and then I don't, I go tenfold. Three new accounts
0: <laughs> get created. I go
1: tenfold on Twitter. It's like, I need to get off. And then I'm like, no, I'm going oh. crazy. Literally, Georgia reactivated her like normal Twitter because I was like, you have to stop tweeting on the podcast account this often. And she was like, true. Okay. Man, that must
2: be hard having one member of your show tweet from the podcast account way more often. I would <laughs> That's uh, why I said,
3: I, I was like, I think I might be the Vios. But then I was like, no, I'm Jackson. That's In fair.
2: fairness, the uh, reason why I wanted Vios to, quote, host <laughs> has, like, to me, the host's job should be to talk the least. It's uh-huh. just that our podcast is very bad and I'm very bad at being a host uh, and break every rule of hosting a podcast. <laughs> we might have or actually else.
1: changed this around because I definitely always feel like um, the always sunny situation of just like the dentist being like talking to myself just because I have shit to say. <laughs> um,
3: <Yep>. Exactly. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear when Mallory went off on a tangent about river
1: systems while we were recording? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, I thought that you were going to be talking about the time that I was editing it and the multiple times I've been editing it and I've just... Take it. I've just started recording and just started talking about something else. Yeah, and voice. I was insert it as if we talked about it in the episode and then just completely ignore it. One time I missed the recording of an episode and I just was said I would edit it and then I just recorded myself talking in the middle of it as if I was there the whole time. <laughs>
0: That's so good. I can't I really want like a bunch of time off so that I can end then edit an episode because I'd add in so many little vignettes. I'd add in so so much like music and add in just I'd I'd really fuck around with that. Yeah, you think you would do you that? You think you if would? I the fucking if I had worst. time. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say, and then you you would be like, oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then you would try to do it, and then you would be like, fuck this shit immediately.
1: Recently, like we we like recorded an episode and like I edited it and like we released it like waited we normally did because I literally like sent like a message and I was like I was having a nervous breakdown trying to edit this and like I was gonna start like. Frustrated crying. So can someone else please do this? And then no one that responded. And then no one like did eight it. hours. And no one did it. And then someone was like, did we release an episode? And I was like, no. I,
2: uh, to make it clear, Vyas, I want to do what you just said in every episode. There, um, and there. and the reason I don't is because I'm just like this is not worth the effort.
0: It's but, so much time. Yeah. I, but
2: I already feel like our show already has the most like interstitial extra shit of like yeah. probably any hockey podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I I add like people clapping sounds and stuff. <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, not to uh, dampen the mood or anything, but the obvious first course of business here is. biggest story in the market this week which is the allegations the sexual assault allegations against uh jake for um i will i think spare our listeners going over the details uh of both the incident itself and how it came to light uh if you are not aware of the story there is a great article up by, oh, God, what's what, what's her name? Alana Kelly Kelly. Thank you. Um,
0: At Vancouver is awesome. At
2: Vancouver is awesome. That details the, the whole chronology. I recommend you just read that if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, there is nothing fun or nice to say about this, and there isn't really anything that... Um, I feel like I can really add to the conversation other than what I already said on Twitter, which is that in situations like these, I think a lot of people, particularly uh, men, (laughs) have this like desire that comes from a good place to immediately jump in and want to be a hero and like talk about how talk about it uh, in some like, you know, make make like good like bold declarative statements that are correct or whatever but um other than to say that you know you should believe survivors there the impulse to continue adding to the discourse can often just make everything worse so uh, i wanted to acknowledge it and obviously reiterate that i hope um that the Woman who has made her allegations public gets whatever justice looks like for her. Um, and that I think it's very brave of her to come out and, and go public with uh, with the story, but um, seems
0: like it wasn't her choice, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it's 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 really tough to say because
1: it does seem like the her decision of public versus everybody grasping mm-hmm. onto it are different. Uh-huh. And they're uh-huh. like, this is how public we were going to make it. Whereas she just kind of did want to tell her side of the story in general and like yeah. talk about something that many women do experience and talk about her experience in that. Mm-hmm. But it is in very unfortunate. She is now right under this Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. group mm-hmm. right?
3: for survivors specifically.
2: Yeah, it was. It's interesting because I, That was uh, that account was shared with me a few days ago, like a few days before the story broke. And I actually um, I sent it to some media people that I'm friends with just to be like, I don't know what the deal with this story is. I have no idea anything about any of this. Journalistically, uh, there's nothing here in terms of like being able to write a story about it or whatever, Um, but it might be important later on. So I'm sharing it with you guys so that you're aware that it exists in case it becomes relevant later on down the road. And then like 24 hours later, it was like the only story um, anybody was talking about. And yeah, I I think it was it was not great to see the the way that um, people kind of ran with it because, you know, once again, I I think it's just it's that impulse of like wanting to be a hero. You want to out this bad person who did uh, the thing. And I, you know, at times there may be value in that. I'm not saying like, obviously, I think people who commit sexual assault deserve to be um, held accountable for it. The problem is that as a society, we're really bad at that. And most of the time when we attempt to do that, it actually just makes it worse on the person who survived the incident. So it was, it was a bummer to see the way that, uh, that, that progressed. Yeah. I, 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 I want to avoid saying anymore b- before just taking it purely into the realm of speculation, I guess, but
3: yeah, I think my first, uh, when I kind of saw the things like stirring up was just like immediate dread partially uh-huh. like, and it was split between dread for this girl because I think, um, women know that she's relitigating her trauma and, it sounds like super cynical, but there's not a positive, like there's no positive outcome. Uh Like it's not, it's either, um, she's going to get raped over the coals, which we've seen. um, And not going to be trusted. Like, it's just not, it's just not good. And and you feel terrible for her and it's horrifying. And then the other side of it was just dread knowing that we are going to have to see these conversations kind of on Twitter that, are not like Jackson was saying, like, this is a circumstance where you really just go, don't, you don't have to say anything. Uh And I know that we live in a society where people constantly feel like they have to like react to things. This is not one of them. Like you, you don't have to in this situation. And knowing that we were going to watch people on Twitter go on about equating this with hockey stuff with him on the ice with those kind of things that was kind of my immediate was my immediate reaction was just like inherent dread knowing what was coming
0: Mm
3: -hmm. um and I think yeah there's there's so many layers to this story obviously and I think we live in a rape culture and we also Mm -hmm. live in a culture that inherently doesn't trust women and so you just know you know what's coming It's like it's like you're watching a train wreck unfold that, you know, is going to happen and you have to sit there and watch it. And it's just horrifying. And you also know that there's a lot of uh, women like close friends or even like people who, um, yeah, who have been sexually assaulted. They're watching this and it's just awful. And you just go, please, no, no. And it's it's horrifying. And it's just like the, I think we talk about this on our podcast a lot. um, The trouble with being a female fan um, coming from like my own personal perspective, I'm cisgendered, I'm straight is knowing that sports doesn't give a fuck about me and Mm -hmm. sports doesn't give a fuck about this girl. And that's Mm -hmm. the reality. And when you're confronted with that constantly, it's um, pretty horrifying and devastating to, to have to have smashed in the face with.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that it's a it's like the worst combination of rape culture and all the men who don't know how to talk about this, but we'll talk about it anyways. And then also the culture of sports fandom, where everybody needs to have a take on everything. Mm-hmm. And everybody who talks on sports Twitter has to address everything like they're a politician. And it's if it's an issue they need to respond to. It's it's God awful. <clears throat> this so is saw, not
3: third line ice time. <laughs> is not yeah, this like is not you know. Like this is not should can play this in, was already
2: <laughs> a particular yeah. uh a particularly bad season for you know with covid right for for like uh people addressing real world issues with real world and impl- implications in the same way that they would address like should we trade brandon sutter at the deadline you know what i mean like and it's not it's uh, like I was already completely depleted of my energy for that from that being applied to COVID. And this is like a thousand times worse than that. Um, and the, you know, one thing I've been noticing, like just in general, all over the place, as like people spend less and less time with each other IRL because of the pandemic. It's really heightened that impulse that people have to like, basically, I guess, like, instead of looking at some kind of social justice issue and saying, what can I do about this? It's like, it's more almost like, how do I use this to reflect? How do I use this issue in a way that will reflect positively on me? So it's like, I want people to see that I'm one of the good guys. I want people to see that I have the correct, like that. I believe the correct things about this and that I will say the correct things about this. And that's not what's important right now. I think at some point there's going to be, you know, I hope the story doesn't go away. Um, I mean, I feel I feel bad for for the woman in question because, you know, I don't know what maybe the story going away is better for her in the long run, but you know, we know based on things that have been said on the initial uh, account. And then also just parenthetically, like shit that I have heard, but can't repeat. We know there's probably other stories like this. I mean, there's almost certainly other stories like this. And so for that reason, you know, I do kind of hope the story doesn't go away and I hope that it can maybe hopefully lead to some meaningful change with regards to how institutionalized uh, sexual violence is in hockey, which is a conversation that like really needs to happen at some point because it's really bad and it's really like pervasive in a lot of ways that people don't quite, I think, understand yet. Or at have least you don't seen understand the Google the Doc? of it? Uh, no
3: someone made a Google doc of all the sexual assault allegations in the NHL in history. And it's absolutely. Oh yeah.
2: And, and, and in, uh, to be clear too, this is a problem across like a, like numerous sports. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a problem in everywhere. It's, I would argue a heightened problem in sports, but I would also argue that aside from maybe like football hockey is particularly bad and it's particularly bad also in the way that basically if you follow if you actually follow the, the thread from like what we hear about, um, particularly in Canada, players as they enter major junior, there is a direct line here where it is like these boys get, go on hockey teams, they do sexual violence to each other, and then they do sexual violence to other people later. Um, it's like the Catholic Church. I'm not saying it's on that level or to that extent, but every time I bring this up, somebody messages me with a story that's not like not mine to tell, but basically saying, like, this is so much worse than people realize. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm glad there's uh, there are at least like some decent people in this market who are decently equipped to at least give it the care that it deserves. Um, But we've got a long way to go.
3: The other thing I'll say in comparison to football in particular, there's a shit ton of football players on each team in comparison Mm -hmm. to hockey players. Mm -hmm. The actual like statistical number is a little Mm -hmm. bit skewed. Um, And then the other thing which people know, but I think is coming back to light is that the NHL doesn't have a policy against domestic violence or sexual assault. And they're the only big four league and who doesn't have one. And the only thing that's in their CBA that indicates anything that could occur if someone is involved in a sexual assault case, it has to be a legal matter that is deemed bad enough on like the brand of the team that then they step in. But the person who decides upon that is Gary Batman. And the reason that it's not in the bargaining agreement is because it's on the players. The players are the ones who agree to the collective bargaining agreement and they're the ones who don't have it in their own thing. And then the league doesn't have one. So you have to question like, well, what are they trying to protect then? And then secondarily, when we talk about domestic violence which is separate from sexual assault, for sure. um, If you want to like split the two though, they obviously can cross over. Um, the amount of domestic abusers who are in high positions in the NHL is shocking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Google Sean Burke for a second, Patrick Waugh, like, Mm -hmm. like people in the hockey hall of fame. We don't even have to talk about the halls, but like, there's so many, um, people who are like held up as these like paragons of hockey culture who are terrible, terrible men. And so once you kind of see that system, you think. Okay, <laughs> there's there's clear issues that that need to be rooted out from like the rotting core of hockey, but will never mm-hmm. happen because it's hockey. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it won't it, change because of a CBA rule change either. It, t- yeah, it's just no. a way. It's just a it's a lens no. for us to look at look at how yeah. it's but, like. Obvious. Honestly,
3: I was shocked that they didn't let Slavovinov back into the league.
0: Mm-hmm. Shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was very yeah. easy for them to do it. So when they don't do something that easy, you know, they're not like, it's quite likely they're not going to do it. And it's hard. Basically.
2: Yeah. Before any final thoughts on that, before we move on.
3: I will say, listen to our episode that we did with Jessica Luther. It's really interesting. Mm, She talks about covering sexual assault um, and the specific kind of questions that she asks in her approaches. I will also say there's a really good article that a lot of people need to read. It's called The Female Price of Male Pleasure. It's by mm-hmm. Lily um, Loofborough, I think, Lily Loofborough. It's a very uh, poignant, hard-hitting article that a lot of people should read. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And also read Tom, Thomas Durant's piece in The Athletic. I think it's a really important um, kind of thing for people to understand where this conversation should be starting from and where it should be going as well.
2: Yeah, and I, uh, I'll i add as well that um, this will be something that if, you know, if more it, as the story develops, we'll talk about it more. Um, but there's a lot of there. Obviously, there are a lot of implications uh, with a story like this and a lot of um, it's something that can cast a, a very negative light on a lot of people uh, that are in close proximity to it. Uh, but I'm going to avoid talking about any of that or speculating on any of it or drawing any conclusions because I don't want to negatively impact what's going on right now. But um, I do think, like I said, at some point, I mean, at some point, eventually talking about the institutionalization of uh, sexualized violence in the NHL needs to be talked about. And then I also think at some point, either as the story develops or when all of this goes away, uh, and some time has passed, it's also probably worth it to discuss um, how this reflects on the Canucks organization as well, I think uh, is a worthwhile topic, but I don't think it is uh, wise to get into it right now. Also. No,
3: I will say that in Elena Kelly's follow-up, which she for sure will be doing like a follow, Yeah. Um, there are questions about the team's knowledge or their... Mm-hmm. like what the timeline was. I think yeah. that's particularly important. What did you know? Important. When did you
0: know it? Good. Yeah. And that's how you responded that- to it.
3: And I think that's key. And I'm, and I'm sure that will be some, something that people are covering. Um, yeah. and that's important for us to know. And secondarily, it's important for us to know who the investigators are, the external investigators mm-hmm. who they've hired. Um, we saw the white caps try and do this and their external investigators were not great choices. Um, yeah. And so that is something vital for us. I think publicly that isn't vital for us to know who are these people? What are their stakes? I don't necessarily trust everyone <laughs> um, mm-hmm. in the organization. So that's, I think for a lot of people, the transparency of that is going to be vital for um, accepting the, whatever findings that come from it.
0: I, I'm I'm curious, Rhoda. like I think maybe this could be the last thing that we talk about on this point, but so people should listen to that episode that you two and, and uh, everybody else in the broadcast did about the Vancouver Whitecaps, but on that specific thing, could you elaborate a little bit about what, what they did with the external investigators and what that told you?
3: Um, so I, I'm going to mess this up. I won't remember completely correctly, but the, the person, like the person who um, did the, I'm trying to remember the person who Kira McCormick talked to had like, like there was just
0: vested interest. There was
3: some crossover issues. Then later when there was a boys player on the team who was sexually assaulted by fellow team members um, and the mom reported it, they got an RCMP officer from the VPD to step in, but that VPD officer was in charge. It was in charge of like, security part like was involved with the team like as um camera for security but did something with the team um so the mom actually like stepped in again and was like no this is not okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) this person is like contracted by the team in some way right Right. um so yeah it was yeah it was really not great i do have to i have to remember Yeah. I do have to remember the specifics of the, it was the ombudsman in the Kira McCormick incident. um, And it was just, it was so clearly, there was just so like just invested interest or like Mm -hmm, conflict mm -hmm. of interest there. And so, yeah, it's, it's concerning. And I think, yeah, the transparency of that is key because (laughs) I think the other thing is a lot of people go off the basis of, they only trust this if there's like a criminal conviction that's not how this works and i think that a lot of people need to understand that for like victims of sexual assault the court system re-traumatizes it's not a Mm -hmm. space where you actually find justice for a lot Mm -hmm. of women and for a lot of men also and i think that um basing yourself off of that as the inherent truth is is problematic and that's where Mm -hmm. that's where you're going to sit there and people are never going to believe it. And that's the, that's the worst part. I want to also
2: add to that too. Like, and this is not to uh, diminish, this is not to diminish uh, how, how bad the uh, justice system is at dealing with sexual assault. It's to add context to that, but the justice system is bad at everything. So, so keep in mind, like how bad it is at, uh, you know, having the appropriate response to, Mm -hmm any any kind of crime, right? It, in quotation marks. Um, and then add on top of that, like a very complex issue that on a cultural and societal level, we also handle handle poorly. Like, you, if you've ever had your car broken into or your house broken into, like, you know how fucking useless the cops are. So now imagine how useless they are when it's actually important.
0: It's and not even just useless. They lie all the time. And that's statistically like evident. Yeah, it's... That's, yeah. that's kind of proven. So yeah, useless <laughs> is being useless is being, being very generous. I think <laughs> yeah. like
3: one of the one of the really common responses that I saw to like a lot of threads where people were talking about this, which by the way, like people need to know um about the Stephen Galloway case, mm-hmm. where there is a man suing a bunch of people for tweeting about him uh inferring that he was a rapist Mm -hmm. and he's suing them for defamation. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) the reason why like me in particular, other people on our podcast, like no one's tweeting that explicitly is there's reasons why. Um, So like be careful. Um, I guess the last thing I'll say is that there was a lot of people who their reaction was, well, I won't trust it until I have hard evidence. This is just a, he said, she said, that's what it's going to be. So if you are existing from the point where you don't trust her now, you are never going to Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. something big needs to, and that's just,
3: that's just the reality. That's the point that you're, you're starting from. And that's how it's always going to be. And I think for a lot of women, we sit there and go, Ooh, God, why this again? (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's just, that's just the reality. And I think that, yeah, watching that happen on Twitter, this is just, yeah like, immediate dread, like, oh, my God, no, this is not the space. Please, yeah. God, no. Why? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and thanks for... And and, always, And thanks for talking about that here, and also talking about that a lot on the timeline, like you and Sam. Yeah. And
3: well, Sam was, whole... like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, Sam pulled out her <laughs> that big guns, face. and those big yeah. guns are they're big and they shoot bullets.
3: (laughs) She knows her Supreme court like cases, like she'll come out with them. So it's always, yeah. Anyway. Um, All right.
0: So just like, uh, if I was to talk about for half an hour or to sit through for half an hour to talk about something that um, uh, talks about my trauma, I wouldn't want to just jump into talking hockey, like right after. Uh, So if you want to take five minutes, turn your camera off like
3: It's whatever. i think it might be oh that's so nice no it's okay
0: uh, yeah, it, it's whatever okay. up to you guys i mean <laughs> it's like you're
3: good you're
0: cool. good all right it's of the check-in no that's no. good thank you for i
2: wouldn't No, have that's that. good
3: thank yeah. you we are we are hardened jaded souls <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is part of the reason
2: why i didn't think of it as uh, that'll be fine but yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah uh moving on uh I, uh, it feels, it feels awkward to segue from something very serious to something, uh, significant. No, we less need
3: levity. Serious,
2: but, but we do. We need, we, we need levity. And this I feel good. like, I feel like this, this does, uh, this does seg, I, I, I am, uh, segueing from something that is far less serious, but I will just say that, um, every time I open up Twitter or just my phone in general, these days, I am just being dealt plus five psychic damage, like immediately <laughs> um, by just having to deal with like, cause the thing is, is that I actually, this may become as a surprise to some people, but I actually go to great pains to avoid people's terrible takes. I have ba- all the bad people muted and blocked. Like I, I try to use Twitter to talk to people I like and then trust them to show me, which I shouldn't, but trust them to show me stuff that's actually oh, my the bad stuff that's worth seeing it to is. laugh at. It um, takes a
1: lot to get into contact with me, like Georgia and like Sam in particular. Yeah. Like, how are you not arguing with people? And I'm just like, because I don't see them. I don't see them.
3: <laughs> yeah, because no, because Mallory is good at not going clicking on hide reply on the hidden replies. Ooh. Whereas
1: Sam and I are like, oh. That's uh, the point. <laughs> uh. It's because I'm really in a battle to get my screen time down. I'm trying to g- get it under, like. Also wise. I think I'm trying to get it under four hours.
3: Uh, <laughs> Mallory saves her anger whoa. for British F1 fans who are, like, secretly Nazis. I
1: I do.
0: <laughs> I have gotten. Suspicious. What is F1 Twitter like on this kind uh, of They're standpoint? all Tories. Are we babies? Are we? Uh,
1: no. Okay. They're like I'm- one. You're not, and then also you're, like, hardened in comparison to them, like, because a lot of, like, my friends that I have um, either, like, found or forced to get into Formula One are, like, transplant Mm -hmm. hockey fans, and so, like, literally somebody, like, does some, like, light misogyny, and we're like, that's not even bad you're like, but you're (laughs) like shut up, like, that was, like, that's barely scratching the surface like, there's no reason you should even be, like that called out on it like a bunch of people were calling yeah. Lando Norris like a misogynist for like him referring to like somebody as like that girl or something. I can't even remember. It was something on Twitch. Mm. And I was like, this is not even bad. <laughs> I was like.
0: And also, this is the sport that has the most like per capita ratio of like sex pests owning the team. Exactly. And also, the thing is that I don't understand teams. is
1: like misogyny and Epstein everyone type. used to be bad. Like, if you look at early 2000s, like, stuff of just, like, grid girls and stuff, and them just using, like, women as props, I'm like, how are Mm -hmm. you not dealing with this better? (laughs) So, I don't know. It's definitely, like, a weird thing. There's definitely, like, overly woke people that just, like, don't have, like, a, have too much, I guess, um, too many expectations for their rich male professional athletes and then also, mm-hmm. there are people They're all car companies. that are like definitely <laughs> apologetic, overly apologetic. I really
3: am the Jackson of the podcast
1: because both of us are just like, <laughs> <laughs> I grew, I grew up being
0: about a big F1 fan. So,
1: well, we also like, this is how I, I'm going to like re- reconnect with my brother. And I was like, yes, it is. I'm, Let's go. <laughs> I was
2: also, I was also like halfway through trying to do the segue, like, which up. is my literally my
1: like being,
2: being uh interrupted by someone else with adhd while being halfway through a segue is literally my like trigger <laughs> like that is my thing that uh that is immediately you're like, hardened jackson anyways okay don't get so. angry don't it just it's fine um but what i I wanted to talk about He's that
3: watching his eyes like dart back and forth
2: I uh <laughs> this is a big part of the reason why I usually keep my camera off. Um I want to talk about the Alex Edler, like Wayne Simmons thing, because um, this is another, this is while it's a thousand times less important and a thousand times more stupid than what we were just talking about. It is another Uh, example of like people not knowing how to talk about anything. That's not hockey. um, Because I, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough at the start of this season. When, when the Canucks didn't have to play the Leafs a bajillion times a year, there was literally nothing in hockey I would have wanted more than to see Joe Thornton win a Stanley Cup. And now I hope the Toronto Maple Leafs are swept in four in the first round of the playoffs. Because, you know, like Leafs fans are, Leafs fans manage to be annoying about like Jim Houston not coming anytime Austin Matthews makes a nice pass this kind of shit with real world implications is everybody
0: comes differently. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to judge incredibly, incredibly <laughs> frustrating. Everybody shook their
2: heads at me. In that um, <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that. Yep. Uh, just, just at least you're laughing. Um, <laughs> so I don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, what did you guys think about the whole Alex Edler, Wayne Simmons fight fiasco that turned into like a three day uh, holy war.
0: Um, if only for Canada's uh, gun like strict gun laws, uh, Grenier would have like a fucking arsenal by now and like own a cannon straight point pointed east right now. Like, we're <laughs> so lucky that that she can't buy a gun.
2: Hey,
3: she hates Edmonton more than she hates Toronto. Fair Ooh.
2: enough, but I mean, Alex Edler defense squad. It's her boy. Yeah, this is personal. She's going no, to literally like make an IRA for Canada. Like, just, to, <laughs> just, to, <If> <laughs> just to bomb Kyle Dubas.
0: <laughs> for the 40 people who listen, four people who listen to the show and follow her on Twitter. She's like building a sword out of whale bones right now. Oh my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that rocks.
2: I made a, I made a joke uh, the other day about how like anytime I see somebody hasn't Posted on Twitter in a long time. I feel like Ben Affleck at the end of Goodwill Hunting, and the uh, Grania is a hundred percent one of those people. I'm um, like she kind of just like, just like faded into the Canucks Twitter backgrounds, and I'm like, you know what? Good for her. She's probably doing really well. Um,
0: <laughs> Mental health side. Uh, yeah.
2: That's what did true. you guys think about the whole uh, Wayne Simmons? Uh, I thing?
1: the the code in quotes is so stupid. <laughs> My own <girl> business. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't understand why you need to punch somebody about it here to yes. get suspended <laughs> literally also wayne simmons had nothing to do with the situation at hand it's if, if like you're gonna fight somebody it needs to be about your own situation it needs to be your own beef do not yes. call up your friends about it this is also like a personal situation like um the like high school and stuff like I went to like was not like a rich high school. So people got in fights a lot. You would not call up your friend. That's you would right. just fight it out yourself mm-hmm. in the lunchroom. <laughs> like it's fine. I feel like Zach Hyman should have come off IR and fought Edler <laughs> if it was that serious. I him. mean, they're
2: probably, that's probably a fair fight. Yeah. At yeah, the very least, the because level. you know, like, I mean, first of all, Alex Edler had COVID and then second of all, he's it's surprising. He's even playing because as someone over 70, he is in the like very high risk category for COVID. I, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and be like Wayne Simmons should be ashamed for fighting this old man who, cause that all of that shit was uh, totally insane. But the, the just immediate response of Everyone in Toronto to be like, nope, this was the right thing to do. You, you, they should know, do you have again. to do it. He should do it again. Um, <laughs> like
0: Myrtle's tweet was after that already happened, right? Myrtle, Myrtle, who
2: I guarantee has probably written like 3000 un boring, unreadable nerd articles about how fighting doesn't have an effect on the game or whatever. And then the second it's uh, it's a story that serves his uh, precious media company or team that he loves it uh becomes a you know all of a sudden a necessity or whatever god i fucking hate that guy um, <laughs> i
3: cannot comment <laughs>
2: yeah. i could walked away for that. like i could some of that weird. rant
1: you can keep it in
2: um but uh yeah uh
3: i actually like i didn't see the fight i was marking assignments and i logged on and i saw it happen and it was just like Why do people try and fight Alex Eidler? He does not care about any... Like, he doesn't care. Also, yeah, the
1: man literally takes penalties so he can just go chill out in the penalty box. (laughs) Like, he needs some time away. Like, I mean, I guess that's fair. He did get his time extended because anytime he takes his, like, minor penalty for just, like...
0: Looking at somebody.
1: I just, like, assume he just, like, wants some alone time. Mm. And so, like, maybe he did just figure out that, like, he gets five minutes instead. (laughs) Like, he's, like... Gotta extend but, this like out. The
3: whole thing was, it just like, it made a mock- mockery of NHL rules in so many ways. First of all, it just shows that like player safety is useless. Like what's the point in having players? What's the point in suspending him if he's just going to have to like fight? Like I don't, what's the point? And then secondarily, that is like the key example of an instigator.
1: <laughs>
2: Like, yeah it's yeah, Alex exactly.
1: Edler a man who's never fought before in his life <laughs> and like Wayne Simmons versus somebody who involved. has literally just made his <laughs> so existence like I love Wayne Simmons like I definitely yeah. really enjoyed him like in Philly and stuff but the man that has fought many people <laughs> and you just sending him after this old man it's embarrassing for Wayne <laughs> it's embarrassing for him yeah that's a good point <laughs> it's also just like it's like Rocky five. Have you seen Rocky five? <laughs> it's not good. I don't think anyone's
3: sitting here being like Alex Edler was justified in me and Zach Hyman. Like that's <laughs> of
2: course not. that's no. the
3: issue is that we all, just these felt people, bad. all these people were coming from this, like all the psycho Leafs fans, like the really crazy ones were like coming from it where they were assuming that everyone was saying he was justified in that hit. And no one was saying that everyone was just saying he had COVID they're exacerbated no external reasons why like that fed into that situation. It was a shitty hit. He apologized. He got suspended, whatever, get over it. And then that's all people were saying, but then it became this thing of like,
2: and like, obviously it sucks. Like I get it. You have a good, you have a good hockey team. You have like one of five good versions of your hockey team in the past 50 years. I get it. Stakes are very high and you just lost a good player for a while. Um, but the
3: narrative that this is going to be the reason why they get out of the first round, like because yeah. Wayne oh. Simmons fought Alex it's Edler all, because it's like team spirit. It's all oh, just incredibly yourselves. stupid
2: because it's, it's just so it's dumb. just a perfect like it's a perfect like uh, a stupid, meaningless, performative fight in a stupid, meaningless, performative season um, that shouldn't be happening. It's just like how many layers upon layers of this shouldn't be happening am i gonna have to fucking watch before this season is over um anyways i don't need to spend any more time on that i have
3: one more thing i want to say which is that all the talk about the code that happened which came up there's a very funny situation where matthew barbie was yelling at farhan lalji for like bringing up the code and was like, you guys only bring up the code hashtag media. And then someone pulled up an episode of his podcast where it was all about the code. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> it was great. literally like, you guys are the only ones who talk about this. I spent 15 seasons in the NHL. We never talked about the code. It doesn't exist. And
1: then it was like, you literally did the an code. episode on the code. Yeah, <laughs> there's you a, talked about
2: it. I always, in moments like this, I always think about ice guardians with, yeah. which is I, if we're going to plug, Past episodes one of the f- my favorite episodes of the show that we've ever done it's the one that we did with cody on uh, ice guardians and there's a whole section in that movie which is a movie about fighting that's just called the code like it's a fucking thing shut up
0: <laughs> <laughs> i also don't understand my last thing on this is like i don't understand fighting rules like it's not even just the whole oh it's weird that they allow it but then penalize it and all this stuff but also like I think it was the same game or a game after where somebody got penalized because when they were fighting, they took their helmet off first or something.
2: Yep, that's a rule. Well, you, you can't, can't do, do that, that. now.
3: Well, it's I because just... George Paros hit his head on the ice. Oh, smashed his head on the ice oh, okay. and like had to get stretchered, stretchered off, stretchered
1: off, stretchered, stretchered out? out, like your camera. <laughs> I will say that um, Mallory,
3: Mallory, and I was the one guy who is less fighting in hockey, more fighting in baseball. Because Fair. it's a lot more fun. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those are those are the best. Those are the best times to watch baseball. You ready to rumble? I am incredibly ready to rumble. Uh, there's one
2: last thing I want to get to uh, at the end of the show, but I think now is as good a time as any to play a little game that uh, we've been teasing. Uh, put
0: in some game show music here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll put in the Family Feud music or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, I feel that's too sad. I'll, I won't put Aaron that in. Um,
1: Why is that sad? Why is Jeopardy sad? Because Alex Trebek oh, just died. So. Okay. <laughs> I don't
2: know. That's sad <laughs> <Canadian> for me.
1: <laughs> I, that is sad, but I was just thinking about Aaron Rodgers hosting and I was enjoying it.
2: Alex Trebek was the like number three man in my grandmother's life. So I was very, very sad when he died. Number three, after me and my dad and definitely ahead of my grandpa.
0: Um, <laughs> I thought you meant like the third man she dated or something.
2: <laughs> Why would
0: I be in that? Uh, well, that's, that's what I realized.
2: All right. So anyways, um, I feel like everybody really enjoyed our 31 team are the X good uh, segment from earlier in the year. So uh, we thought we would do a similar segment and have particularly Vios, but also Georgia and Mal. Um,
3: Mainly Mal. Let's be honest.
2: Uh, yes. Try to guess the current standings of each of the divisions. Um, and I will say. I will be the one administering the questions and so I know the answers but um I want to add that I would probably not do much better at this than you guys are about to do because I have please don't doubt me well I mean, you might be really good for all <laughs> how you know. many
1: teams know. are gonna be forgotten
2: oh that's Ooh. a that's a good they also
1: in another question is not only on the what are the standings? Are can you figure out what league all of the teams are in right now?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is why,
0: um, which is
2: why I feel like this is going to be fun. I
0: almost wish I administered this because <laughs> I'd forget. I
2: am to- gonna throw you guys a bone and at least tell you which teams are in the divisions. Um, I have the standings, and then I also have a list of the teams because I I feel like if I didn't give you guys at least this. We could yeah. spend an entire episode. Yes. <laughs> <to guess laughs> which teams are team. in which division? So, especially because the a lot of the divisions don't necessarily make any sense. So, the yeah. Florida
3: teams are all fucked. They're all in weird divisions.
2: Are they split?
3: Uh, no, no, no. But they're in like a oh. random.
2: Yes. All right. So <laughs> Um, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna start in the with- Nestle Crunch division. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> uh beautifully my divisions don't say what the uh corporate sponsor is and i wouldn't say them even if uh even if it did but i'll give you guys a gimme as the first one and do the north division first uh i'm not gonna and it will also be the one division where i don't tell you what the teams are because i mean come on so uh i will say vias has to go first uh, Georgia, Mal, flip a coin maybe to see which of
0: you goes second. Um, uh, okay. Toronto, uh, Edmonton. See, this one we might get fine. Toronto, Edmonton. Uh, Winnipeg. Montreal. Look, I forgot about Winnipeg. Calgary, Ottawa, Canucks. All that right. one we see all day though. Okay, yes. that's yeah.
3: that's mine. That's the same that I had written there. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, yeah, Leafs. Oilers, Jets, Habs, Calgary, Flames, Vancouver, Vancouver. Since right
0: or Sens Vancouver
1: or Sens Vancouver. I don't know. The what Jets the one.
0: For. The Jets one throws me off because I don't know if they're good. Are they good? I like. Well, what they're you not good, think?
1: but they are in the North Division.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but why yes. are they winning? Is it? Do they just feast on? They're like, in the
1: North Division. <laughs> so
2: to mm. Viass's credit. He is the one who gets this correct because the Canucks well, are
0: last in the went first. and not the opposite.
3: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh well Ottawa just won three games against us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's an cool. educated guess. Cool. Yeah, fair. <laughs> okay. I also think I, I also think that's how it will end. Fair. Okay. Big brain. Yeah. But Great.
2: yeah, that is that is big brain. But... I mean,
3: yeah, that's very fair. We're Mallory's under uh she's convinced Connor's gonna get the Sittler record in, what was it, game three? I said I game three. Race. I
1: said he's getting it next week against the Canucks, and I said probably game three.
0: Wait, is that the one where it's like 10 points Ten in one points game? In game? It's 10 points right. in one game. Right. I yeah. can see it.
2: Yeah. All right, so uh, next up is the West division. I'll give you guys the teams just to be nice. Um, one of you go first for this one.
1: Okay, I'll go first.
2: All right. Um, so we've got the Ducks... The Oats, the oh, Avs, the Kings, the Wild, the Sharks, the Blues, and the Golden Knights. Holy
0: shit!
1: <laughs> the thing is that I know that the West is even worse than the North somehow, and I'm pretty sure it's Knights, Avs.
0: Knights are better than the Avs.
1: The Knights are the Knights are pretty <clears throat> good. The Knights are a lot better than the Avs. The Knights have won like ten games in a row. Okay. At one point, um, Knights, Avs blues <laughs> wild ducks no wait no yachts, <laughs> ducks sharks kings jordan, that's what i'm saying jordan are you
0: writing this down
1: yes <laughs> i don't remember shit <laughs>
0: she's an academic <laughs>
1: okay, i have
3: vegas abs blues wild it's my excuse kings ducks yachts, <laughs> sharks that's
0: All what right. you have
1: was that the same thing I said? I don't know what no, I, I said. Not. I definitely was, know that not. I was putting I was putting the yotes in the playoff hunt, <laughs> even though they're not good.
0: Okay, all right. I uh, I disagree, and I say abs are first, uh, because nobody's a Golden Knights fan on my timeline. Um, Sam is. Who?
1: Sam. Sam allegedly is. Yeah,
2: I don't. Sam Chang.
1: Sam Chang. I say
2: that doesn't count. She's that been to multiple
3: count. games.
0: Yeah, it doesn't count. In Vegas. Okay. Yeah, but that's like going to the circus. Like, yeah, oh, I'm the circle of Cirque du Lo- Lo- Soleil. <laughs> Cirque, de Cirque de la
3: Soleil. soleil.
0: <laughs> All right. So you
2: we've got the abs, okay,
3: abs. abs. first.
2: <laughs> um,
0: Yotes. Uh, that's your
3: second. Are team. you on
1: drugs? No.
2: it's Yes. <laughs> no,
1: he said he said abs. He said abs. Nice. Yotes.
2: Yotes. yotes. Okay. Yes. No, we said
1: Avs, Knights, Yokes. Oh, okay. am <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. on <Okay. laughs> the Ab- same drugs. <laughs> All
0: right. Avs, <laughs> Knights, Yokes. All right. Avs, Yokes. Uh, yokes. <laughs> um, not the Blues. Uh, Anaheim. No, LA, Anaheim. Is Dallas in this division? No. Oh, Your last <laughs> two
2: teams are the Blues and Wild. Wild, then Blues. Wow. Okay. Which, which, okay. I, so,
1: BS is, okay, I know vs. Is, is controversial. controversial.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've heard that the we, Blues are bad, and folks, that, which means that they're the worst. And they're okay. Divisive.
2: Okay. Um, so, I think uh, Mal is the winner here. Um, <gasps> I'm I'm fairly certain, but I Georgia's keeping track, so she can tell me if I'm wrong here. The actual <laughs> standings are with 74 points, the Vegas Golden Knights, with 70 points, the Colorado Avalanche. In third with 68 points are the Minnesota Wild. What? Fuck. Fourth with 53 points. So this is where shit takes a nosedive. Oh, wow. Okay. I knew there was a
0: canyon there. Huge the
2: canyon. Uh, Yeah, the Minnesota Wild are good now, apparently. And I think it's mainly because of that uh, rookie whose name I forget. Is it? Capriza. Capriza?
0: Yeah. Is he funny or is he just kind of good? Like, is, I don't know. He's he he interesting. Seems,
2: he's good. I've been hearing about rookie, him since he got he's drafted.
3: Like, he's Malzey. He's older than Mal.
2: Yeah, he's one of those older rookies. Oh, he played, oh right. He, he played like out his like full the full length of his ELC in the. Um, I don't
0: know how old Mallory is. Way, so
2: no, um, Kaprizov 24. is Kaprizov <laughs> is twenty three, but he was also twenty three oh. when the season started. Oh, so he's going to be twenty four when older. it's over. I think. Gotcha. No, the the I don't think the. Calder, the Calder trophy only goes up to
3: 25.
2: They had to change it because they had to change it because Sergei Makarov won back in, uh, in like the late eighties or early nineties. And he was
0: uh, 30 (laughs) (laughs) Russians from winning
2: in that like ballpark, like 29, 30. Um, So in fourth with 53 points are the St. Louis blues followed by 50 points. The Arizona coyotes, what followed by the sharks kings and then the ducks with 45 I just know that the Yotes are and not points
1: good something. but somehow could make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. Because so largely is. because they I think they've won every game they've played against the St. Louis Blues, which is Weird. their closest like rival for for uh the last spot.
0: Are they doing the same thing that the North is doing where they only play against each other? They are every division's doing that. Every the
1: division. Oh, okay. What do you think is happening?
0: So why are you asking me this? Why would you ask me that question?
2: <laughs> Honestly, that's a totally reasonable question. Uh,
0: to that's what the, the title of the segment for is. A basically, yes. What do you think is happening?
2: <laughs> yes, but I will also say I feel like um, I feel like Mal. You might not understand like how much. If you want to in Canada, you can pretend the other three divisions don't exist.
1: I, I mean, I do now realize that it's like, maybe you were like, oh, well, they can't go to the U S so everybody in the U S is still playing each yeah, other. It's just, yeah. there's a Canadian division. Yeah. That is not happening. That is not what's <laughs> okay. happening
2: though. Yeah.
0: All
2: right. All right. Mm-hmm. So next up we've got the East division, which is comprised of the Chicago Blackhawks, Carolina hurricanes, Columbus blue jackets, Dallas stars, Detroit red wings, uh, Florida Panthers, Nashville Predators and Tampa Bay Lightning. I no one is going to get all of this right. I'll just say that. Next up is the Central Division. Okay. Which is comprised of the Chicago Blackhawks, Carolina Hurricanes, Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, Detroit Red Wings, Nashville Predators, Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning.
3: That's the one that's
1: fucked up.
0: That's the Florida one that's fucked up. Okay, that's classic.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. Georgia, go first. Because Vias and I already went first.
3: Okay, I
2: know that Columbus sucks. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't give it away.
1: Sorry, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I said, Georgia, go first, but yep. I'm ready to go. Okay, fine. fine, fine. Yeah.
0: Better off
2: quick.
1: Okay, okay. I said that I was ready to go. I have mine. So I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. No,
2: Georgia's 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 going now.
1: Okay. This is okay.
3: Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Preds, Stars, Hawks, Blue Jackets, Detroit.
1: Oh, okay.
3: I think I I'll explain after.
1: Okay. Okay. I um, changed my mind. So I'm saying (laughs) Carolina because I know that they clinched. Um oh fuck. And then no. I'm pretty sure the Tampa clinched and I know that the Panthers clinched. So I'm saying Carolina, Tampa, Florida. Then Dallas, Nashville, Columbus, Detroit.
2: What about uh, Chicago?
1: God damn. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> relegated for some uh, reason. the Okay, so go put them go through between. go through that again okay, so, and
2: then just add Chicago in there somewhere.
1: Okay, Carolina, Tampa, Florida. Dallas, Chicago, Nashville, Columbus, Detroit. That's my answer. All
0: right. Um, Florida. No, Ooh. Uh Carolina, Florida, Tampa. Um, shit, Columbus. Because mm, I'll give reasons later. Um, Nashville. I
1: would love your re- <laughs> reasons. Oh, reasons? For Columbus. Okay, and Florida just because Columbus people sucked. are talking
0: about that. Um,
1: Columbus has lost like ten games.
0: Columbus. In a row. yeah Columbus because uh, I haven't heard Patrick Laine's name since that trade outside of being benched and so I assume that that's real bad stuff um and so you put them in fourth well <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a big canyon here or a cliff okay I don't know what geography is um <laughs> Carolina clinched okay I think Dallas is like really far at the bottom okay where are you
2: start again
0: <laughs> Florida. Carolina, Tampa Bay, okay, Columbus, okay, Nashville, Dallas, Detroit. Now, Dallas is so far and then down. And Chicago. Everybody just forgets about Chicago. Oh, okay, fuck. Chicago's <laughs> told better you than Dallas. Teams aren't be Chicago's forgot. better than Dallas. I think Dallas is low because I haven't seen any of, like, fandom Twitter get excited about a Dallas player in a long time. I haven't seen Christina talk about the Stars in a very long time. They yeah, but t- Tyler
1: Sagan's been out this whole year, so they're oh. running low on ammunition.
0: Oh, shit. Um, I wonder if he like broke his jaw trying something new. Anyways,
1: wrong, wrong player, but it's still good. <laughs> it's still good.
0: Really? Who was it?
2: Baby oh, Jamie ben. ben.
1: <laughs> I still support it. It's. I have to
2: say, like my idea. Of same What guys. if I put? A, what if I put someone on my hockey podcast who maybe knows the least about current hockey yeah, in it the works. world? Was a wise decision. The most, yeah.
0: Um, um n- uh, Nashville because I heard their best score, highest scorer. This is the only person who I know is leading their team in scoring is like Roman Yosi. Our
3: that's king. <laughs> Broadca- broadcast, guest. Yeah.
0: Anyways, that that's where I'm at. And also Chicago is low because they great gave something up for Adam Gaudet.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense.
3: No, just leave it, Jackson.
0: Nothing, <laughs> nothing, literally, not enough that made sense. So don't worry. Also, Tapa Bay is not at the top because I think somebody on their team is like sad or dead or something. There's somebody <laughs> missing. Somebody's uh, lost. It's
3: not just Florida Florida is, the answer is Florida really good. Yeah,
0: Kucherov's missing. Kucherov's yeah. missing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I saw this milk carton the other day. And it's like, I, uh,
2: yeah. I can't even remember. I think I, I feel like I'm going to have to declare Vyas the winner just because I can't <laughs> even I don't even know if he said them in an order or
1: okay it, it, just give us the real answer. It's so really i can to know if I'm right.
2: Having a, an episode with all people with ADHD was, this ooh, was great. I, was really
0: this great. episode is going to diagnose somebody by. Oh <laughs> so somebody's like, wait, I thought that episode
2: was great. What are you talking about? In first place with 75 points. Are the Carolina Hurricanes. Fuck. They clinched I the 69, right? I, so said that. Much. I said that. You did. You got it right. You, you, you nailed it. You got it right. <clears throat> In second place, with 73 points, are the Tampa Bay Lightning. In third place, the Florida Panthers, also with 73 points, but they've played one more game. Fourth place are the Nashville Predators, oh. with 58 points. Oh. Another Canyon. Followed by the Dallas Stars, with 55 points followed by the Chicago Blackhawks with 50 points, and here's the real shocker, followed by the Detroit Red Wings with 45 points, and in last place, what? with
0: 43 points are the Columbus Blue Jackets.
3: Okay, I got three right.
0: Holy shit. I Why is Mal sports not right. fired by now? I know it's He's not showing. a very Roxy fever take. Uh, but money
2: like... money reasons. Mm-hmm. The same reason no one's been. Has any right. other, than, right. uh, <laughs> other than Montreal, has any coach been fired this season? True, 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 true. Yeah. Good for Stetch. He's not in the last team. Okay, so the East Division now, which is comprised of the Boston Bruins, Buffalo Sabres, New Jersey Devils, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals. I feel like out of all the divisions, this is the one that like makes the most sense.
1: It's the only one who like, geographically makes sense. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh there's got to be a big gulf in this
2: one too, the, right? The Blue Chew East... Division. Okay. I'm just trying to guess which company it is. It okay. would be funny if they were all named after like podcast ad read companies. Manscaped <laughs>
1: the, Division.
2: The Man- Manscaped North Division, Mac Weldon. The Manscaped Puck Bunnies Division. Manscaped
3: yeah. ma- like mess- emailed us to like do ad readings. <laughs>
2: like, That's an interesting.
3: <laughs> we are not your brand.
2: <laughs> Alright, yeah. So who's going to go first? Let's let let's make Viasco first. I think again. they almost have yeah. this one.
1: Georgia has yet to have to go first. I just she went, first, went last first last time.
0: After some consternation. That's
1: not true because I interrupted her.
0: <laughs> but then she went but first. But then
1: she anyway.
2: ended up going first.
0: <laughs> God, I love you so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Vyasa and Val are really vibing here right now, I can tell. Fine,
3: I'll go Not first.
2: even mad. <laughs> I'll
3: go first, fine. Um,
2: I um, really should have planned this out ahead of time. <laughs> I should have known this is my fault. Have
3: fun editing this.
2: I always do.
3: Okay, I'm gonna say um, caps, um, pens, islanders, um, Bruins, Flyers, Rangers, Devils, Sabres. Because I know that the islanders are doing well. You said it was obvious, so I knew that they weren't first. (laughs) Because it had to be the, he said it was like the standard. He's like oh no, I was I just forward. said
2: that about the I just said that about the
0: division.
3: Oh, okay. Like, well, I was just saying it's like, the only ge- one geographically. Against, like geographically, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. <laughs> what if that meant by, like it was
0: all in alphabetical order
3: for uh, some reason. I know that the sabers are the worst because they had the second worst COVID impact. I enough. And then the devils are just garbage. So Okay.
0: That yeah. was basically the rest well, were
3: I don't know. I'm going to
0: go the Islanders, um, again, because I've heard of them a lot. I'll go Boston, because God hates me. I'll go Washington, um, because God may hate me, but he likes Alexander Ovechkin. (laughs) Um, uh, Pittsburgh, because God hates me. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> New Jersey because they, they suck dog shit. Philadelphia because Carter Hart is having a six month anxiety attack, and Buffalo uh, because Terry pigula related reasons probably. So we managed to
2: did. once again get through a division where you forgot a team.
0: There's also the Rangers. Well, they're like they're like a bonus team, Jackson. <laughs> See. The, the everybody's really excited about them they had a weird start to the year and like they don't need a standing we're just happy for them because uh lafreniere like, okay we're happy for them also right. what happened to tony d um uh, he's dead he, okay. he, um. yeah he's <laughs> sleeping with the
1: <laughs> okay are there seven teams in this division or eight. am i missing some? there
2: are eight teams in the division
1: okay i'm prepared i'm ready to go all right. This is also because people have been talking about clinching. And so I think that I, okay. I think I got it. Cool. So pens they've clinched. I know this caps Islanders, Bruins, Rangers. I have a friend who's a Ranger. I have multiple friends who are Rangers fans. And I know that they arguably are both good and not good. A bonus. <laughs> like thing. they try their best to lose games, but they sometimes pull it out. Um, the flyers are dog shit, but I don't think they're as bad as the devil's. And then the Sabres
2: boom. You got it right. Is that right? That is correct. <laughs> all the way down. Penguins, Caps, Wait, Islanders, Bruins, Rangers, Flyers, best? Devils, Sabres. Yep. What?
0: I is know. He
2: the... Oh, who's the goalie? It's Matt Murray.
3: No, it's... <laughs> no, it's... No, no, no,
2: no. Matt Murray plays for the Ottawa Senators. I know oh. that. I was making a joke. Final note of business here. Uh, prayers up for the realest one of all. Ryan Miller uh, calls it a career. Not officially yet he is going to play out the season, but he announced uh, just a couple days ago, I think, that uh, he will be hanging him up at the end of the season. And um, Elliot is not here today, but he forced me to say that uh, he will always love Ryan Miller because of the uh, Troy Stetcher, Matt Martin incident Mm. where uh, Martin kind of gave Stature of the gears, and Ryan Miller, who probably weighs literally fifty pounds less than Matt Martin, just immediately ran in and uh, went to fight him. And uh, you know, we've we've loved him ever since. So
0: um. it was the most movie-like footage of any fight I've ever seen in Canucks history because, like, it was a ref cam. And they followed it, and the way that Miller like threw his gloves off, it was like, that was like some wrestling shit. It was the best. It was great. And then yeah. Freddie
3: Anderson skated in, and then Ben Hutton was trying to, like, hold off Austin Matthews, and Austin Matthews started slapping him, and then after the game,
1: <laughs> slapping.
3: Brian Miller was like, in the post-game press conference, he's like, it's a fucking joke, like why would he try and fight Set Like choice Setter's? he was basically like this, it's a child. Like, why is Matt Martin trying <laughs> to fight this child?
2: <laughs> uh, Ryan Miller underrated quote for sure. Yeah.
3: He's probably one of the smartest players.
2: Well, that is really the the biggest thing that I wanted to highlight here. And I, I, initially we were going to devote like this entire episode to Ryan Miller because it was a nice, like it was a nice remember remembering a guy moment for us. Um, And a guy that I know, uh, the three of us on the show really like a lot. And then everything else happened. And so now it's a, you know, sort of a brief aside at the end of the episode, but, um, Miller exhibited, I think a thought, a level of thoughtfulness that I would say is almost unprecedented for an NHL player. And I did, uh, pull up i'm not going to read the whole thing i'll just pull a couple of choice quotes out of it Uh, but i did pull up an article from uh, august 2018 in the athletic by josh cooper called ryan miller Move to action over u.s border policy encourages more athletes to speak out i think we've gotten used to now like it's a lot less rare for players to come out and be like police violence is bad or like we, we appreciate it and they're doing their best. Um, but to come out and in, uh, in, you know, support of like progressive causes or whatever. But, um, Ryan Miller is really one of the only guys that I've seen, uh, have fully formed thoughts that are not just like, uh, indicative of having like a good moral character or whatever, but also indicative of like having a pretty firm understanding of, um, what the issue actually is and so i just wanted to highlight a couple of them but uh if anybody else has anything to say while well, i find one of the good quotes because i was initially thinking i was going to have a lot more time at the end of the episode
1: for this
3: no we love ryan miller he's one half of the best hockey wives couple ever
1: yes yes ultimate Noreen, incredible icon She's so funny. Literally in the first episode, she's like talking about how she's really worried her baby's going to be white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to say about uh, this? Vias? I want to, I want to give you a chance to, uh, to talk about Ryan Miller. If you have anything to say.
0: Um, hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's just rare to like what you said. Usually you see hockey players. Maybe the best thing you can ask for is they have the heart in the right place. And he also has also, uh, I mean it's it's a privilege to be able to, but and possibly some of this he probably gets from Nareen. Uh uh is uh I wouldn't say fully formed thoughts, but he's read the books. He's done the learning, he's done the listening, and uh appreciate him for that.
2: Yeah, he this I, I highly recommend, especially if you have an athletic subscription, going and reading the entire article because it's great. And uh, he it's full of quotes from Miller and everything he says is really good. And it's very like, it's very good hearted. He talks a lot about how like, he was like, we just had a son. And like, that was a huge part of this reason why I want to come out to this rally because like, it made me sick thinking about being separated from him or whatever. But um, he also like clearly has a very good handle on it. And I'll just pick out a random quote here that I think is good. No matter what you think about the border policy and no matter how you believe the children ended up there, or if you feel that parents know that they're going to have to, have maybe a better chance of getting into the country if they bring their children. Even if you feel that way, you have to agree that we hope in this country to handle things in the best way possible separating families and then making one, two and three year olds appear by themselves in court is I don't know how to describe that other than inhumane. And I'm sure people will disagree with me, but when you see a kid who is one, two, three years old in front of an English speaking judge by themselves with no one representing them because our country doesn't want to assign the money to give them a lawyer, it's kind of like, where are we right now? And, um, You know, I think that's like just a perfect encapsulation of somebody who, like said, like has done the research. And and I just I have a lot of admiration for anyone who is in a situation where they have every right to, or not every right, but every reason to just completely tune out and not know anything about like, you know, I mean, for, for someone to become the winningest goaltender uh, in American history uh, or rather the winningest American goaltender in history, like you would normally expect that type of person to just be totally single minded about hockey. And so credit to him for um, not just being like, oh, yeah, I think this is bad, but also being able to speak to uh, why it's bad. And another thing I want to highlight, because this is one of my favorite things ever, is uh, this quote, which was uh, the real the the first thing that really turned me on to Ryan Miller as a cool guy. Um, so josh cooper just adding context here miller pointed out that he wasn't in lockstep with barack obama's presidency he mostly thinks that in order to successfully govern everyone's opinions need to be better represented i don't agree with everything that happened during the obama administration i think it was a very neoliberal agenda at the time i think they were just too cozy with interests that are not purely citizens interests and i feel the same way about conservatives right now and neoconservatives and so Ryan Miller, not only a hockey player who knows what the word neoliberal means, <laughs> but also thinks it's bad, and not because <laughs> he just thinks like liberals or Hillary Clinton or whatever, and and you know, Pizzagate, etc.
3: Cry. I will say, um, Ryan Miller, uh, Jesse Shaw and Evan Moore are writing or come. Their book is being published. I think in September. What? things called hockey is not for everyone. If I remember That's correctly so cool. awesome. and they interviewed Ryan Miller and he has a bunch of quotes in it about sexism and hockey oh,
0: um, politics
3: in hockey. So, um, I think people can look forward to kind of hearing a little bit more from him, um, in that book, which is really cool because a, you don't often get a hockey player speaking about this stuff, but especially he was still playing at the point that these interviews Mm -hmm. were happening. So, um, I mean, I know people lost their mind when like Bo Horvat said Don Terry wasn't a great guy and that's like our standard. So
2: yeah, um, exactly. That's what I mean. He's so lapping everyone else in the league on this stuff. So I look, I I feel like he was
3: the guy on the planes that was like reading the like tomes of American history.
0: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. I mean, somebody somebody told us that, I think, uh, they asked him, I'm not going to out anybody on whatever the yeah, DM yeah. was, but they are like, uh, yeah, Miller apparently, like, kept quiet sometimes on some issues because he didn't want to, like, freak out his
2: relatives back home.
0: Yeah, his like Michigan relatives back yeah, home who yeah. are like super far right wing, and I just yeah, like, yeah. an image of Tom Brady's face, and is like the <laughs> this, relative from this Michigan. This is his
2: Michigan relative that he's worried about pissing off. Yeah, I um, but yeah, I I I really I don't know what it is about players named uh, Miller and me growing <laughs> and, and like them growing on me over their course of uh, playing in Vancouver, but like um, both too
0: expensive guys. We probably shouldn't have signed, but you know. They, they're they're nice but they're nice did the, did truly the
2: best that they possibly could yes. with the opportunity that they were given and and everything that i that i've said about him off the ice also applies on the ice too like he was fucking solid the whole time he was here he was a good teammate he like stuck up for younger guys when they were getting kind of uh, a raw deal so um
3: i will also say last thing um from like a more personal note my mother works in um literacy development adult education a bunch of these things um and one of their big programs that they used to do was called razor reader and it's all about instigating mm. readership and in, it's like and it's literacy day as well it tags into that and ryan miller was a big supporter of that so it was nice. rick griffin um so they oh, wow. would get the canucks to like show up and do a bunch of events so
2: that's oh, awesome yeah. yep yeah Wonderful boy. Well, on that note, on a nice positive note, um, you can follow me on Twitter at
0: FailsOnMcDonald. Me at Vyasteran.
1: Uh, I'm at SportsLesbian. I'm at Georgia Twists.
0: And, and other shit. accounts.
1: And pod. Yes. Broadcast uh,
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, please listen to the Broadcast. Any other uh, plugs that you guys would like to do?
3: Um, no. We'll have... I don't know when this is coming out, but our episodes come out on Fridays normally. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We have fun stuff coming up in the off season. I think some plans
2: and definitely listen to, what was that episode you mentioned earlier? Um, I think it's
3: something? called when sports fail us. Um, it's an episode we did with Jessica Luther and Kira McCormick a couple months ago. Okay, um, so for that's sure, listen probably to that
2: enough one. details for people to be able to find it. So, um, yeah, no hate mail this week. Just, uh, Rock on Ryan Miller, uh, excited to see what you get up to in your post hockey career, because um, I feel like I, I kind of hope he goes into media, actually, because I feel like that's like the exact guy <laughs> that uh, that should that hockey media desperately needs right now. OK, so uh, oh, I blew God. it. So for those of you that are not aware, uh, v, our, our dear friend Vias just graduated law school fias I just finished uh, law school. Right. You I don't fin- know if I've graduated. <laughs> yes. Okay, you just finished law school. My my bad. Yes. You don't know if you're going to bother with taking the LSAT? Is that basically what the deal with that is? <laughs> no,
3: take the bar. Sorry, the
2: bar. Is that I, I should to get in,
3: right? Oh, LSAT to yeah, get
2: LSAT's in. to get right, in yeah.
0: and the bar is Wait, after- Canada
2: has a bar? I thought See, this is this shows you what
0: I know. I'll get but- I'll get. So it we just do we just took the same system from Britain. Uh, you go through school, then you do an apprenticeship for a year or nine months, and then you have to do the bar exam in whatever jurisdiction you're at. Right. And, and you don't know and if you want to you, bother doing that. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay. Uh, it. It's more how long am I going to stay in the trade is, is, ah, yes. is the question. So I
2: said like to get Vyasa a small gift to Ooh. commemorate the occasion. It is it is in the arena of ironic uh, hockey content, but it is also something that uh, I think you're going to really appreciate. So it hasn't come in the mail yet, but I will just send you a photo of it. Uh I do the photo from where I bought it on Twitter. So I'm sending it into the chat on the Twitter chat. So, no that is an autographed photo <laughs> of Tommy Santala. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so cute. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, and El- Elliot, once again, is not here, but he was saying that he hopes you hang it wherever a normal lawyer would hang their degree. <laughs> I
0: am going to get this framed. What the hell? Yeah. It, like uh, This is one of those things that he, like I feel like not even most of our listeners would get i think i
3: have so many questions about how much this was but i will save them uh
0: (laughs) yeah yeah. save save them (laughs) because i'm
3: genuinely curious how much (laughs) they signed tommy santa
0: i only i only care if tommy santa like got to see this money (laughs) i I just
2: want to know that he's doing fine you know i'm sure he's doing uh i'm sure he's doing fine oh my god that's so funny yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to think. Thank you. <laughs> what, what is something that Vyas would both a appreciate and b uh, me slash Elliot would be the only people in the world to get it for him?
0: So there is a distinct chance that, like, with enough years passing, we could convince people that Tommy Santola was a Canucks legend, like that he was all the things and all those jokes on Canucks forums back in two thousand six said he was. Like, uh, Georgia, do you remember this this dude? Barely. yeah anybody would answer the same thing like but it was the same time that like chuck norris jokes were going all over this over the web and somebody was like i'm gonna do tommy santola with chuck norris jokes and it just became a like for- a mashup of tommy
3: sallow and santarelli
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a- is so what was that so funny
3: mike santarelli
0: Mike Santorelli.
3: Mike Santorelli Mike Santarelli is a Canucks legend.
0: The former yes. Chilliwack Bruin. Uh, I was just going to say, I anytime Tom,
2: uh, Tommy Santala doesn't miss the net, he only shoots at another net somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So
2: <laughs> that's like an example of, yeah. So, anyways.
0: Oh, uh, my God. Thank you so
2: you, much. I hope you enjoy that. And <laughs> I, I hope you frame it and put it somewhere that's very gonna good. It's going to go
0: experience. right there. Fantastic. When, when, yeah. That's, thank you. <laughs> All right. I'll call it now. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that a lot. No worries.